This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, a very happy Queenslander, Mitch Doyle. Very happy? I'm so happy. Sorry, you, you, I... you have reached the level of happiness that you, a man incapable of happiness, <laughs> can reach. Am I happier in sadness, potentially? You're as okay. content as Thanos was when he ha- killed half the universe. That was good, actually. Yes, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. And podcast debut, hopefully it goes better than Cody Walker's, uh, Edwin Smith. It's good to be here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> and also, similarly to Cody Walker, been putting his hand up for four or five years to <laughs> call up. I've been on the bench, waving my hands, <laughs> he, hoping to be seen. Sneakily wearing maroon, by the way. I'll, I'll be here for it. Is Josh, is Josh McGowan going to pop his head through my window in a minute and be like, you're, you're shit? Yeah. Uh, before we start, I have some breaking news, by the way. I did some around the grounds before we came here, Eddie. And you might not be aware, but last night there was a bit of a contest between you trying to force Matt Bunga to drink beers. Hang on. I've had reports of a full beer found next to the seating <laughs> arrangement of Matthew Bunker. Oh, no. Mitch, no. Mitch, you won't believe this, but yeah. I heard the same rumours. I hear it. <laughs> the, the birds are talking. I'm steadfastly denying these rumours. He's denying it. Well, and my, my I source finished my beer before I left. My source said that he would deny it. So. <laughs> Here we are. I simply filled the bowl back up with water for a no, I finished I finished my beer before I left. Okay. Well, cool. we've got a, I will, got a I will primary not. source on the ground. I'm being defamed. <laughs> I will act. I, I am because this is an we'll actual lie, dude. When I did something wrong, I copped to it. I didn't leave a full beer. I finished my beer and then I left. The end. The beer disappeared there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's almost like everybody else also had beers. Everybody else. Yes. Anyway, in your seat. Okay. Queensland, eighteen. Hey, we're starting there. New Happy South Friday. Wales, fourteen. Mm. Um. Yeah. Oh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, New South Wales up eight nil at half time before. The floodgates opened in the second period. Queensland scoring 18 unanswered points. A late Jake Chavoyevich try not enough to wrestle things back for the Blues. And the Maroons take a 1-0 series lead, Edwin. It was a pretty disappointing night for the Blues, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> wasn't it stating the obvious. But... This is what you guys have been waiting for, the four years Eddie Smith coming yeah. out. <laughs> Blues lose bring me on after a loss. <laughs> Blues lose, not good. <laughs> yeah, footy maybe not good, so... Might not be back, footy. I don't, I don't know about you, but... I... Definitely could tell Cody Walker didn't respect the troops last night. <laughs> Just saying, with how he played. No respect for the troops. Is that the reason? Ignore the other like 10 players who didn't sing the anthem. Cody Walker... If you just focus on the Trell Mitchell and Cody Walker, you've got a great point. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Ignore Dylan Arthur completely and the other like five or ten blokes who didn't do it. But yeah, um, the game was... It was a strange one because yeah, obviously at halftime, no shit blues are happy. And Queensland are bombed you know, four opportunities that should have been tries. You had uh, Dane Gagai throw that one forward when he's over the try line almost. You had uh, Bill Chambers also bomb another one. You had... Corio step out on the, before he put the ball down, and Dan Tillenapa dropped a ball that was over the over the try line, and you think, geez, it can't like Queensland can't really get much more opportunities to get me, and they've got zero points, and the Blues have scored eight. It's you feel like maybe it's a golfing class between the sides, you know. But then second half kicks off, and Freddie just goes crazy, which he's wanted to do. He did it a few times at the bench last year, and just watched the game fade away from the Blues. Freddie, can we talk about him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're here to do? Oh, we are. It's like it is funny. Like the pinnacle of our game is considered is coached by two of the dumbest boys. <laughs> like, yeah, it, was, it was a competition to see who could be the dumbest on the day, and 
Freddie won quite did. easily. So, consider, yeah, consider Kevy whispered because you know last year he had this. They both had the same problem. They both had both both had weird bench rotation. But like last year's series, the Blues team was a stronger team, the better better pack, and the Queensland side was a bit weaker. And then Kevy did the same things that that uh, Freddie did. Like for example, when he just left Kalen Ponger on it in the middle for fifty minutes, you know he made the same similar mistakes. Similar mistakes. You know, game one last year, for example, uh, they had Clem only play 27 minutes game one last year. You know, Frizzell in game two last year had three separate stints of 20, like 20, 20, and 10 or whatever, all these weird rotations. It didn't matter because there's such a golfing class with the, with the Blues pack and the Queensland pack. They could cover up for it. But last night, you had Clemmer, who was probably the best on the ground for the first 50 minutes, go off. You had uh, Tyson Frizzell, who's never had a bad origin second, it feels like. Again, mm. go off after, after 29 minutes. And you had Jake Dubovic go off as well. And it's not to put a knock on Ken Murray and Payne Haas and how they played when they were on the field and that started that second half. And I thought they were both... like Murray had a great day, but Haas was solid enough when they started. But the game started to get away from the Blues in that period and then Freddie just watched it happen. And then the resolution to that getting away from them was to sub the 5-8. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the moment when obviously we all watched it together and at that stage everyone was screaming for you know Gerbo to come back on for something to happen and then all of a sudden he pulls Walker and we're just like <laughs> hang on a minute like not that that's not the one anyone wanted one of the other things like he pushed Campton to the point Nick Campton the point of screaming for a Travoyevich brother that was my next field. point yeah it became a Travoyevich fan which is just hugely controversial I, I need, I, that's something we never thought we'd see really right. Yeah, as you said, Clemmer, brilliant in the first half. Best player on the field, probably. And to to say what? Oh, he was playing so well, I didn't want to take him off. And then I, like, it's just not a good enough excuse. Like, you've got rotations for a reason. Did he say then, why he didn't come back? No, he didn't really answer that question. No, he just we, kind of avoided it. Yeah, we but, watched it post-match, and probably the only analysis question was Fatty asked him, why didn't you bring him back on? And he just said stuff for like three minutes and didn't answer. <laughs> and yeah, Frizzell being off for like 45, 50 minutes or whatever it was, and then bringing him back on when they're down 10. Like, it's just, just craziness. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, Angus Crichton's a decent player, but he... Hasn't been very good this year, and giving him bulk minutes in a game where he got smashed basically every time he took the ball up, it was just reckless. Yeah, and it's like, also, you took Cody Walker off, and then, and whatever, and then with nine minutes to go when you're down, you throw him and Frizzell back on. Like, after saying, okay, White and win us the game, and he's like, actually, no, wait, Cody, you, you win us the game, well, get back on. Also, Co- Cody's copying all the heat in the world, and I know everyone who's listening to go, oh, Bongo, Jersey, I'll spend, blah, 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 but, and I don't think he played well, but he did come back on and set up a try. Whereas yeah. Nathan Cleary is once again escaping, escaping all criticism from most people. Yeah. And I'm getting... not really sure why. I, I, and I'm not... I'm not that, that probably doesn't specifically apply to people who listen to this podcast, who I think are a smarter breed of rugby league fan. But by and large, people are blaming Cody Walker for everything that went wrong yesterday and to a lesser extent Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. Whereas Nathan Cleary is getting plaudits for trying hard. Yeah, no, it's, we're in a bizarre world that now the qualification being good halfback in origin apparently is trying hard. Look at all the hit-ups. Yeah, I know. That is that's the weirdest take to come out of it, isn't it? Like obviously, um, the day after Origin, as I think again Nick Hampton said, the takes just a scorching hot for everything. But then everyone defending Cleary when I think there should be a lot of criticism around him and the defense is, well, like he tackled really well <laughs> and he made some good runs. He it's took, like, yeah. took some hit ups. <laughs> and he you know, he showed a lot of effort and you know, he was really keen. It's like well, Yeah, that's great, but that's not what you want from a half. Apparently back. Andrew Johns said at the twenty minute mark, Oh, he's an A plus fan there at the moment. Every kick found Dan Gago on the full, every yeah. single one. Like what are you talking about? Yeah, and and then 
And you said today, like there was a there was a period in the second half where we didn't touch the ball for fifteen minutes or something. Yeah. And in that period, Boy Cordner had to put in a yardage kick because the halfback was nowhere to be seen and the five eight was inexplicably off the field. Yeah. So for uh, that period there, I'll mention just because you brought it on there. So in the period between the forty ninth and sixtieth minute of the game, Cleary touched the ball zero times. That's not great. And in the next thirteen minutes, he touched it four times. So through twenty five minutes, when your team was on the back foot trying to get out of your end. And I know in that first period of that, they only, t- they only had three sets. But anyway, on, you're on the back foot in that period. He touched the ball four times in 25 minutes. And in that same period, there was two yardage kicks by Damian Cook, a yardage kick by Boyd Corner without a boot on that foot. He kicked it left. Did well. Left found, the gr- yeah. found the grass. <laughs> and, then a yard- and then Jack Whiten got charged down. And he luckily enough... That one Whiten went out of bounds. Out, yeah. like, I know Cleary, on, on the, when they went to Whiten, he's visibly putting his hands in there. Why haven't you given me the ball? But it's like, mate, you're the halfback. You're, in, you're not in here because you're the world's greatest playmaker. If you missed the effort play, go scream, get the ball, and put the kick in, mate. If you missed the effort play, I don't care that you can tackle okay. Like, that's not, that's not just the only effort play in the game isn't just making tackles. It's like Jonathan Thurston wasn't known for effort plays because he just sat there in defense. He was known for effort plays because he turned up all the time the whole game. It's just a cop out. It's like Cleary is the antithesis of like, you hear about players, good playmakers who play in a dinner suit. No, he's playing in, a, in like he's a bloody plumber. He's down in the shit, up knees up into it. Yeah, that's it. That's all a half. That's what, what an analogy. But that's it, though, right? He's not in the dinner suit because he he hasn't got the, the talent or the skills for the dinner suit. He's just down in the weeds and and, and, fight and rolling around in there and mm. whatever. Like, sure, he, there's one. There's a series of plays where he made, tried to make four tackle attempts in one run. It's like, well, whatever. But I don't want my halfback doing that. The pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. And then, and then, unfortunately for poor old Jack White, and he goes and throws an intercept that pretty much flips the game. He's too dumb for Origin. Like, we've, like I wasn't here for the pre-Origin episode, unfortunately. And like Jack White has had a decent season. But he is just not smart enough to play Origin, and he went on the field in that period. And like as you, the set, they got the charge down or whatever it was. And our friend Nick Kent again says on the couch, Jack White is going to win or lose the Blues this game in the next like two minutes, yeah. and like literally the next tackle loses the game for the Blues. And I don't know, you know, he came on, and it's a, you, you're given a hard task when you've been asked to go and win the game for somebody. You know, it happened to Anthony Milford game on last year. Queensland are down, he gets thrown on. It's like you pretty much. Up, uphill battle from the moment you're on the field. But tackle two, good field position. The Blues haven't been there very often that second half. Throwing that pass is just stupid, especially with the trail off the field. Yeah, it's it's, it's unfortunate. And it, it looked for a second like he'd got Gagai to bite mm. and mm. that it was going to work out. But then, no, Origin Gagai. Yeah, you're not fooling Origin Gagai. South's Gagai. South's Gagai doesn't shoot in for that intercept. <laughs> South Gagai overruns that intercept if he does anything. South Gagai is out of the line and, and, um, and the Blues go over in the corner. But Queensland Gagai, you're do not going to beat him. Do you hate Dan Gagai yet? I don't hate him because he's actually been good for South this year. Decent for South. Better than last year. <laughs> not the worst player on our team. <laughs> Correct. Which is not, admittedly not a high bar for a guy earning like 800 grand a year, but hasn't been bad. But it's still infuriating that he can just go to the reparator and get near the match awards. It's like, oh, it's so easy for me here. Well, it's like the worst deal so, in the competition close to it is South Dangago for 900k a year, whatever it is. Best deal in the comp, Origin Gagai for 90k a year. Queensland is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Three match payments for, for Origin Gagai. 
But I, I do love this is my favorite origin stat. It just is. It keeps every year it becomes true again. It's like again since his debut, Gagai has now scored more origin tries because he got two last night. And he has uh, NRL tries. So he's got eleven and eleven games, and he has ten uh, tries in eighty-one NRL games since then. And he's now fifth all-time with origin try scorers, and equal with the all-time Blues leader Michael O'Connor on eleven. He's gonna. He's probably gonna finish his career. Like, is there a world now that he plays Origin for like four or five years? Finishes on like twenty-five tries, sets the Origin record, but only scores like eighteen tries at his club career since then. <laughs> yes, there is a world where that could happen. Wayne's just got to put him on the left wing for one year. Let him yeah. get twenty. Yeah, just just to move on from this. But that that stat is just insane, isn't it? Like it's the best. A center wing like that should be just scoring more than. One in eight games, like yeah, you just you just you just fall on the ball sometimes. Yeah, as a try, like like a Dylan Arpa thing last night. This happens sometimes. Yeah. That you, like if you're on the wing, you know someone bats the ball back or something. Or it's almost harder not to do yeah. it. Like it is, and it's like well, the back rower on his side has like nine tries this year. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, sometimes there's an overlap in the other team defense. Like the, again, Titans game this year against Sharks, the defense just fell over. Sometimes that happened. <laughs> Gagai's not around when that happens. No, he's not. But in um, Origin, he's scoring 100 meter tries almost every game he plays. So never, no, no, to... never run that fast for Souths either. <laughs> he just looks like um, a different player. Like he genuinely just takes it up a notch every time. It's bizarre. As a New South Wales fan, you just like, oh no, it's Origin Gagai's <laughs> here. Like it's just, yeah. oh no, he's here. And um, <laughs> forgot about this guy. Kalen yeah. Ponga was fantastic. And but I am loving the hot takes already that I saw today that Harry sent us. Um, apparent uh, asking whether the Cowboys will regret letting Ponga go more than the Bulldogs regret letting Thurston go. Which I think it's a bit early to be making claims like that, but I could see it in like three years' time if he keeps playing I, like this. I could, but there's always that genuine concern that Ponga might leave the code until that doesn't happen. You know, we'll see. True, that's a but true yeah, point. But yeah, you're right on Ponga. He, I thought he had a, he was I thought he was really bad in that first twenty minutes. I thought he kind of played arrogant in the fact, like you know, he ran on last tackle on a blind side with no numbers and thought he was just going to do something. There's a couple of times he, he just thought he was better than the other players on the field. But credit to him, as the game went on. He adapted. He 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 started gelling with Munster much better in the second half, and then he was the best on the field in the second half for mine. Kalen Ponga, you know, created two of those tries, but he just looked likely a lot more in that second half as the game went on. And as as much maligned as Cody Walker has been, Latrell Mitchell has to be your LVP for this game. Like, and yeah. it, and this is this is why it's so immensely frustrating to me and to you when hot take merchants who watch one game a week say, "Oh, he's the best player in the game." He's not because the best player in the game doesn't have games like this. They well, just don't. It. Like they just they just do not. And he's a great player when he's on his day. He's one of the best players in the world. But this is this is this is an exhibit that you can put away for later. The next time someone next time he scores three tries against the Tigers, yeah, and people go, oh, he's the best player in the people comp. Th- people think I hate him because I we don't I, hate him I, at all. I, we I, think I, he's I, immensely talented. He's not a top five player in the game. That's it. He gets called got called the best player in the game the week after that Tigers game. But half the journals at Telegraph did that. But as you mentioned there, like. This is what Latrell is. You know, he's had four Origin games now, and yeah. on the first two Origin games he had, he was closer to best on field off the best on, if not the best on yep. field. And the next two, he's been the worst on the field. Yeah, that's just what Latrell is. And in these games, you know, when you're winning and it's going well, and Latrell is the you know the guy the cherry on top on your attack. You've got Maloney getting good quick ball from Cook and giving early ball to Latrell, and he's yep. running over Will Chambers. You're loving it. Then you've got games like this when he has no interest in whatsoever playing defense. Like he was just jamming in all day inside his man. He went up past the ball on occasion. Like that's under eight stuff. Don't go past the ball. And then they actually did give him some early ball in this game. Not all the time, but there was an occasion in the first half. 
Cody Walker gave him a nice early ball. He got out. He was outside Chambers and he kicked it away. I remember that. There was another time again. Nice early ball. He was on near the goal line, ten out. Will Chambers folded him into two into pieces. And again, end of the game, early ball got around. That was a good run. And Kalen Ponga smashed him. Yeah. And like well, he, he had, the opportunities were actually there in this game. That, that's it. They're and not, then there weren't any. Would you have been? Would you have complained? Well, I guess I'll ask Eddie first because it blew. Would you have complained if they'd given penalty try there? Would you, would you have felt it was an injustice when Latrell got sinbinned if they'd given a penalty try? I don't know. Penalty try is always one of those ones that is, it is, yeah. it's always up in the air and you never quite know which way. I thought it go. was think, a 50 50 one. I think they probably got the call right, but probably. if they had have given. If they'd the given it, I wouldn't have probably wouldn't have complained. You probably would understand because it that. looks like he's going to catch that ball and fall over the line. I know Tedesco's near him, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's not. I, I'm I'm sick of the benefit of the doubt going with the defensive team for one thing, and that's penalty tries. It's like they took away the the trying opportunity like that. All he has to do is fall on the ball essentially, and they're scored. Just because Tedesco is near him doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. it's not a try. And that ball and that ball's going to hit him in the chest. Yeah, and then he just falls over the line. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Not 100%, not about that. Like, Union's probably too far the other way. You can get a penalty yeah. try for knocking a ball out of the air. Yeah. But the, but the answer's probably in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, obviously, no one can complain about that sin bin. And, yeah. mm. and it's, just, it's just one of these things. When he has a bad day, his attitude goes away, and that's it. And, and I'm not hammering as much as people thought. Like, I'm not as down on him as other people think I might be in this game because I know this is what he is. But as you said, the people who watch him once a week or whatever... And you mentioned earlier how the net day after Origin is the greatest takes day of all the years. <laughs> this is like where players are born and where they're killed. Is after Origin. Already hear people say today, drop the trail. Jeez. Which is not going to happen. And, and, it, shouldn't sh- and it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. But We're not saying it. that. But When people only watch the highlights, for example, of his Tigers game, they remember that, the trail. But then they, everyone, like half the country sits down and watches a full 80 minutes of last night's game and they see the game where... Whilst he's never been a yardage runner, they want more from the trail. It's like, well, sorry, that's not who he is. And he's, Choney's not going to do that. They want that. And then the other thing they do, the same thing that happens when he doesn't, doesn't have a good club game. Cody Walker got blamed for not getting him early ball. But again, you pick Cody Walker and you tell me when he's ever been the early ball 5'8". He's the run yourself and create something out of nothing 5'8". Exactly mm. right. He's the second phase guy. He's the support guy. You know, he's that. He's he's not the, I'm going to feed my early... Because who has he had to feed? Like, no. Oh, yeah, when he fed Bryson Goodwin. You know, hey. remember, remember hey. those days? Like, that's just like how it works for him. It's like, that's James Maloney. James Maloney is the early ball guy. Remember how that worked really good? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I, said, I, th- I don't know if I said it in as much words, but me and Harry both expressed some sort of skepticism at the fact that Cleary was... Straight back into the team this year. Maloney was the one that was cast aside when I just thought it would have made more sense to be in the other direction, especially when, you, when you're picking for Origin, you need to consider their performances at Origin level. Yeah, and James Maloney has proven himself to be a fantastic rep player. And I dare say that if he or Adam Reynolds is playing halfback in this game, I don't think the Blues lose. Blues have a very big problem of always looking for the future in their, in their, in their team. And... There's a reason why through all Origin history, like my, all like all the top twenty cap players in Origin are pretty much all Queenslanders. Because if you're good enough, doesn't matter your age. If you're still old, you're getting picked. Yep. The Blues stuck with Cleary Maloney because of his age. But that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Even though Maloney has been the better Blues player, has been a better player than Cleary for five or so years, and would probably give them more of a chance of winning this series. They've thought, nah, Cleary's our guy for the future. Man, this is rep football. You're winning this it's year's Origin. Season. It's it's this, you don't build for the future in Origin. Yeah, it's it, a two it's a two team series yeah, for fuck's sake. It goes like, both ways. If you're good enough, you're old enough for Payne Haas. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Other way it goes as well. Doesn't matter how old you are, if you're still good. It's like when they cut Luke Lewis. It's like, what are you doing? He's one of your best players for years, and he yep. was good that year, and they cut him. It's like, it doesn't matter how old you are. 
Speaking of old guys that play for the Sharks, Josh Morris, 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes, he was 09 Josh Morris. Yeah. He was fantastic. He quick, he looked great, didn't he? Didn't mate, do much for the rest of the game, but it was exciting for he, those. Mate, he was in his natural habitat, looking good, trying his best, and the Blues losing. Heroic. Yep, Heroic that's, a loss for the that's Blues. Josh Morris getting called a hero in a, in a tight loss to Queensland. <laughs> he was great. He's just one of those things. Where he had that game, he, it was a stopgap, and now it's like, well, is he... He's playing the whole series, right? Nah, James James Roberts will be back. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's one of the because we all thought that you know he'd be just come in for a game, you know, do his job. But he was that good that do you drop him? Do you? Yeah, is or, it... yeah. Do you get drop Kotrick? Do you keep both? Like, I think Kotrick was solid enough. I think he was, but what, fine, whatever. Yeah. And also the other one, Josh Adokar. We all of us watching the game, we were like, "Man, he's made a few plays in defence." Watching it mm. at, at where we were watching it, and then I go on the internet after the game, and people are camering his defence, and it's like, it's when bizarre. will we finally understand? Like, it's always happens all the time when a winger jams in. It's like it's never his decision. Like, for when you look at him jamming on the last try, Latrell's over on Gillett. They're so short on that side. It's their fifth edge combination of the night, by the way. It's not his fault. That's all changed. He has to come in. If he doesn't come in. And leave Gagai free on his outside. Will Chambers scores, you know, ten meters infield. But you 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 say those things for his defense. You ignore the fact that he saved two tries by turning and chasing. Mm-hmm. He stopped Gagai and he stopped Chambers, and he saved another one when Cherry Evans went to throw the over, the loop ball over the top of him, and he got in the air and batted it down. I thought he was really good. And yeah. I was the same. I was seeing you know takes today about how he should be dropped and how bad he was, and I was like, did not see that at all. I know. It's like, yeah, when, when a try goes past the winger, it's pretty much rarely their fault. Let's say it run right through. It's mm. usually a failure of the system on the inside. And that's part of, that was part of also Freddie's faults with these interchanges. I mean, I don't understand why Tyson Frizzell isn't an 80-minute back rower it, in it Origin. It boggles the mind. But, so he played on the right edge. He played Frizzell and Crichton played on the right edge. On the left edge, he had Cordner, and then he had Crichton, and he also had White and play back row. Yeah. But, so that's, you had, and, you know, again, it, you moved your combinations, your edges five times in one game. One I'm not game. sure if taking off your captain with 10 minutes to go to put Jack Wright in, in the back row is the right answer. Yeah. But hey, this is Mad Freddy. You take the good with the bad. You do. Mad Freddy. That's why we love him, right? We do love Mad Freddy. Well, Don't see. get me wrong. Like, but I, I didn't love him for those 15 minutes where my boy, the Australian Nightmare, was off the field. That was my nightmare. Freddie Walker. <laughs> really standing weird. on the sideline, getting sledged by Josh Maguire. Has anyone else used the Australian Nightmare yet? Or just Campo and me. That's it. Yeah, okay. he did use that on you last time he went off, didn't he? He said that exact same joke. It made, made me very sad. <laughs> and it, what is it with me and my favourite South players, usually of Indigenous heritage and, an origin and debut. origin debuts? <laughs> yeah. How good sad. Damien love- Cook, though, awesome. Love him. Yeah, never put good. a foot wrong. Cameron Murray, he's never he's never going to leave. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about him. Um, yeah, Cook and Tedesco, obviously fantastic. Don't really need to talk about them. They are what no, they are at this uh, point. They're, well, like, Tedesco well, actually, was, well, sorry, well, it's a good point. Sorry, he did he did make two errors that both led to tries. So that is that yeah. is somewhat of an issue. So he was like moments of the Blues' best player on the field and the moments like that he had. If the game ended after 45 minutes, he would have got a 9 out of 10 and been the best player. Yeah, but yeah, he, he had 30 carries in this game, by the way, which is yeah. the most runs in an Origin game since 92. It's since a lot. Gary Belcher, fourth most all time. But that, yeah. he's... um. He was yeah, had good moments, but he had some of those panicky moments that reminded you of like t- Tiger Sudesco, those two mm. two mistakes he made. Like the first one was a bit of an awkward kick, but the second one he just dropped the ball returning a kick. It was not not good enough in that regard. And then Damien Cook had good moments, but he had moments when he's kind of got left to uh, left to hang out to dry by his six and his seven that he was like had the ball, got a dummy half, and just look around like what do I do? And a couple of times when he put kicks in from his end that he probably should have given it to Cleary, it's because he just had no support most of the game by, by those guys. It was him and Tedesco in the middle of the field and that was it. It was just, it was just strange. It's and crazy It's crazy how much space, especially to, like probably the, the first half when New South Wales was a bit more in control, but the space around the ruck that 
Cook and Tedesco found, which seemed like the only way New South Wales were going to score, which goes yeah. against like so many other rugby league games, you know, where it's like Tight. you kind of work up in the middle and then you go out to, uh, you know, make, make space out wide, which mm. seems like a pattern as well for New South Wales. Like it's always, that's where they look most likely, which... Is this what it felt weird. like watching Smith and Slater just tear you to shreds for the last like 15 years? Because I'm on the couch yelling, yeah. Eddie, yeah. stop him. Somebody <laughs> stop Tedesco. <laughs> That's it. But yeah. It is. It yeah. was exactly that. Um, just just an, an advanced stat for you, Mitchell. Yeah. I know you like your stats. Um, with Cody Walker on the field, it was 14 6 to New South Wales. 10 0 to Queensland Facts. when he wasn't on the field. Straight fact. But he's getting all the blame. That's that's a good fact. And before we jump over, we'll talk about Queensland players in a moment. Yeah. Again, Jake Tavoyevich wasn't used enough. Nope, like never last, is. Last year, kept, uh, Freddie's rotations, he just put Jake on after 20 and just left him there. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. But there's that period of that game where you're begging for one of those senior guys to come back on the field just as bad There ball. was just... And I thought, as you said, Payne was pretty good. Too many minutes. Too many minutes. And Crichton as well. And Murray to an extent. Uh, there was... All of us were screaming for one of Frizz or Clem or mm. Turbo to come back on. And, and, and it just watched, didn't happen. And that was, oh, there was that period of that. So most of the game, Queensland's line speed was really good. And, and they kind of won the territory battle a bit. And the kicking game obviously helped with Cherry Evans to pin him in a corner. But there was that period there when, for about 15 minutes, as I said earlier, they had the ball three times. And Payne Haas is making a tackle a minute, that kind of thing. Work, he made 31 tackles in, his, in like whatever the minutes he played, the 40 minutes he made. But he's working hard. Ken Murray's working hard. And on the couch, you, uh, the Blues fans there are calling for Haas to come off. And then, bang, gives a penalty away. Queensland go down the field. And then they finally take Haas off. It's like, don't wait for the bad play to happen, mm. the fatigue play to happen. He's a 19-year-old. I don't think you pick a 19-year-old to play in the middle and that experience to play it, 40 minutes. I thought he was going to play 20 minutes. It's, a, it's like, to use, a, to use a crossbow, it's like baseball, right? When the pitch is struggling. Mm. Don't wait for him to get hit for a home run. Take yeah. him out when you can see that he's struggling. It's the same sort of thing. But that's you look at it. So you had Vaughan played forty minutes, Frizzell forty minutes, uh, Tavoyevic field forty nine, Clemmer fifty. All those guys could have taken at least 10, 15 minutes of pain ass, and it didn't happen. Like it because just, Clemmer was so good. Like every many, run he made, he was what just were, what were, almost breaking the line. What were Crichton, Murray, and Haas's minutes? So Murray and Crichton didn't go off once they came on. Yeah. Fifty one minutes, they came on at the same time, and then Haas played thirty nine. But like you have, you so out of the starting pack, only Cordner outmanaged those guys. Yeah, that's it. Those two play more than everyone else. Strange. Does, does Crichton play game two? Yeah, Freddie loves him. Yeah, Freddie does love him. It's bizarre. But. No, the theory that it's because he went the hardest on the beers after they won the series last year. Good theory. I can buy into it. Oh, the yeah. the photo of the the beer on the drinking shield. down the shield. Oh. Yeah, I, I would I, I would pick that guy on my bench. I just wouldn't play him fifty five minutes. Yeah. No, probably not. <laughs> Um, Queensland. Uh, did Kevin Walters forget Jai Arrow as a guy? Uh, he, he still played. He wanted to play. It just felt like he wasn't on the field yeah, at all. I felt like I didn't see him at all. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like Kevy just did the thing. Now he just like copied the NRL rotations because he was terrible last year too, and he just did the same thing. Okay, starting props twenty minutes, bench props twenty minutes, rotate, it's and pretty solid. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. The thing that's been tested on two hundred one games a year for the last five years, it worked. Oh. You're telling me pulling you a five eight <laughs> yeah. isn't a good move? I know. <laughs> Weird. And that was the weird thing, by the way, was finish on that. When Freddie got asked again about the end of the game, why he took off Clemmer and didn't put him back on, he said, I was trying to win the game with the white thing, chasing the game. And now, But when you brought him on, you were winning. But, but, but so they were down four when he threw the intercept, right? Yeah. But in the first half, they, can, they were smashing up field all day and Cook and Tedesco... Uh, oh, so it was eight no, it was 8-all when he threw yeah, the so intercept, wasn't it? Field, so yeah. Trying to win the game. But they're going all up and down the field with Tedesco and Cook looking like around the middle on the back of Clemmer and the, and the other good forwards work. So his solution to winning a close game 
You weren't down 12 or 18. You weren't to throw something. You threw on a six for a six and hoped they'd win it rather than like, let's put Clemmer back on and just start rolling in. Mm. It, was a, it was a strange solution. But yeah, over on the Queensland side, Kevy played it simple and it, and it worked out. I mean, there was periods of that game when Ben Hunt, I thought, I was screaming him to go off. You were well. hating him for the first hour. No, he was good for the, the last 20, 20 minutes. You loved him. period, like, like tw- middle 20, 25, yeah. where he was just, like throwing the ball to anywhere direction. He didn't care yeah. who he was throwing it to. Hit the deck like six times. Yeah, the amount of time the ball hit the deck from timing half, I was like, what's happening? Yeah. This and the whole Queensland team just standing watching it hit the deck. <laughs> like, what's going on? But then it was like, because the Blues finished that first half so strong. Coming to the second half, the Queensland got possession. He got fresh again, and he was good. You know, he was really good in the last 20. And credit mm. to him for, for playing the full 80 hooker. And, he, you know, he made 53 tackles. That's whatever, I don't care. He really pushed the line speed at the end of the game. A couple of those times, you'll see when we had the Blues pinned down, Ben Hunt was the guy making the first contact. And that was the impressive thing, to, to go in the middle and just and lift his intensity. Because he's one of those guys who, at a hard halfback, can kind of fade out of games. And you wonder what he's doing. Where And hooker seemed to force his involvement. And I thought he was, I thought he was really good in the last 20-odd in that game. It's a lot of tackles. I didn't realize they made that many. Yeah, I know. He, he looked gassed, man. He, yeah, was, he must have been just well, buggered. Obviously, he's gassed. Like, you don't want him making that many because, yeah, yeah that's what the result we have. But he really, and, he really recovered. And, you know, it's, it's a weird thing to be learning to play 80 minutes of hooker in, at Origin, but it's not really many other choices. They're building for the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Cam Munster was outstanding. I thought he was really, really good. Yeah, that play where he, like, danced around half the team and then, like, just made us all look like idiots through, like, six dummies in one go. It's so it was, good. Yeah, it goes Ridiculous. across field. Nothing on. He gets it from first receiver on left side of the field. Goes across field and like dummies and dances past Cook, past Walker. And then at that point, Latrell's gone up past the ball and just runs into Joe O. And then Munster kind of dummies after Latrell's yeah. gone <laughs> and goes through. And it's like, mate, how did... What? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, he just had the most space in the world. Yeah, and he went right through. And there was another run he made just after that where he like got the ball 10 minutes out, nothing's on. And he beats like three blues and almost goes over the try line. It's like, what is what is going on with this man? He's dumbing to nobody. Doesn't look that big or strong, but just people can't take him down. He was, he was fantastic in, in, in those games. And I, do miss, I do miss the old uh, grubby monster that would... Get up and push people after he was tackled, though. That was I know. Where was bring that? him back? Especially yeah. when we were winning the game at the end. Where yeah. was it? <laughs> but yeah, he um his kicking game obviously lacking. But then you've got last year when it was a Munster and Hunt, there was obviously a weakness there. But in this game, DCE whilst he didn't have any big moments, he did throw throw two nice quick early balls out to, to Chambers to get him outside the trail. And Chambers did sort of troll. What I thought he was going to do last year when they first met was that he'd beat him off the ball, not on the ball. They did that, but DCE just kicked well. It was just it's simple. Did the simple things, kicked all right, and then got involved when he had to, and then let Munster and Ponga create. And I thought he had a decent game in that regard. He wasn't outstanding, DCE, but played his role in that spine. And that's good because when he last played Origin in there, when he when he had those series failures, when he was he was way too on ball, too selfish, and he'd come into the team. And if you remember in the in 2014 in game two, he kicked for himself. You remember that time he made the yeah. break, kick for like selfish plays like that. Whereas last night he played, he actually played more like a leader and like a captain. So he had a pretty solid game, I thought. Someone mentioned it last night, but it's a bit of a side note. But yeah. watching Munster kick just looks a bit something about the way he it kicks looks sense. a bit weird. Like he yeah. he looks a bit like awkward or like he like maybe it's because he's left like on his it's left. Just it just looks. It looks strange. It never looks like he's kicked it like with decent contact. You know, it just never comes off the foot like nice. Yeah, it's just an ugly looking kick. Whatever, it's an ugly kick. It is very ugly. It's a three AM kick. I've had enough beers. I'm still kicking it. Yeah, I'm (laughs) giving it a go. But (laughs) you'll come over. Okay. Um, Who else would look from Queensland? Yeah, I thought Moses and Bai's use was strange. I mean, obviously didn't think he deserved to be in the side, but I thought okay, they've picked Moses and Bai because 
he's the bench hooker first, utility second, and no one else can do that. Turns out he was the eight minute bench forward. So that, that was the <laughs> thing. Whatever. It was yeah, he was a bench forward off there. But I did like the moment after the game, like whatever I think of him by most and by not as a player. Any kid who's gone up a rugby league fan trained to playing for their state, pretty much. And I did like the moment where he's just like bawling his eyes out with his kids. Yeah, you know, that was mate? pretty special. I mean, he's got benched by his club team, which is which is <laughs> but he's, uh, that's he's your reward for playing yeah, Origin. No. <laughs> Bench <laughs> for the Tigers. That's it. That is your reward. Uh, other guys for Queensland as well. Uh, Josh Papali, I thought was best forward for for Queensland, and Felice Kafusi not far behind him. Papali just like never runs hard. <laughs> yeah, we were of, saying that when we last night because kind of walks he just kind of waltzes and strolls but it's he's hard to stop yeah and he just keeps walking yeah. and he somehow looks fatter in Maroon than he does in Lime he looks so fat in Maroon I don't know if that makes any sense the Lime must be slimming or something yeah we've all been doing it wrong with Black it was, yeah. it was Lime all along <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Felice Cafusi I, I mean I didn't, wasn't impressed with him in Origin last year but in this game he, he played quite intense I think like he put two really good hits on Cordner early and then took some hard runs out of our end when we kind of made it when Ponga got tackled and we lost yardage and DC would about kick you up. We were on our end and he made a couple of good runs out there. So I was impressed with that from Fleece as well. He was really physical, wasn't he? Like, he was. Which is maybe the, part of his game. You don't think it was like maybe it's the hair you think, oh, he's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a softy, but he like he really dug he's in. He's just Matt Peterson in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Matt Gillett wasn't outstanding, but he, he stifles, like, so he sorts that right, right side D out a bit more. You know, that's that's all he did in there. Um, but Josh Maguire, being chief rustler, that's what I'm here for. Well, one of the grunt. worst humans in rugby league. But my favorite thing is, like, when he when he called um, uh, Fafita a shit cunt in 2017, that pretty much ended Fafita's origin career because Fafita couldn't handle that level of intellect or insult. <laughs> that was like, he's literally saying to him, we, know you, we knew you were shit. You're a shit cunt. That's after game two. That's a sled. Eloquent. He was terrible in the game, and then played one more Origin. <laughs> and that was it. And then in this game, it's what this is actually a decent sledge because generally rugby league sledges are just calling someone shit. But it was like yeah. Walker goes off the field, and Maguire's on the bench too, and he starts he starts saying to Walker, "Freddie doesn't trust you. Freddie doesn't trust you. Just giving it to him." It Get personally him, hurt my feelings. What a man. Yeah, it was the proverbial shorts out the window and PNG. <laughs> Cody Walker, under, underprivileged South man, never gets his chance, got his chance, and, and Maguire's dangled the origin shorts in front of him. <laughs> and he doesn't trust you. <laughs> Get on your moose. That is... <laughs> just a grubby He's going to be human. public enemy number one now, though, so that's good. He's just a grubby human. He was he was a bit lazy in ruck defense again in this game, but I do like his efforts to be the third man into like almost every tackle. <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> you need that in origin. Yeah, you've got to have that. <laughs> you have to have that. And uh, off the bench of Queensland, Dylan Napa is just like, come on, my man, what are you, like 10 tackles, seven of them missed, dropped the bomb that try, just useless. <laughs> but I thought... Yeah, he, how did he not score that try? I don't know. He had about a foot to put the ball down, like, maybe even less. Yeah, ridiculous. And then I thought Joel Fangawe was actually better than I expected him off the bench. He made like 100 and something metres in, in his 30 minutes and off, off 11 runs, but he got a, got a, a deep gash. Well, he's in doubtful origin too with a cut. A cut? Yeah. How deep is it? I don't know. <laughs> How do you get cut so deep with a footy boot that it's like you might be out for four weeks? That's outrageous. I don't get it. A few stitches. A few stitches. You, you won't miss Origin for a cut. No, no. way. That is not That is not Origin Orange football as I Just know Just get it. some tape. And, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Dave Fafita as well, I thought, had a, had a pretty solid debut. He, he was physical for the bench as well. And, that's, and that bench there, used effectively in an actual rotation, is kind of what swung the game towards Queensland. It was like, they came on, they steadied the, the flow, Start of the second half, and then Papali and Arrow came back on and went with it. But it's like that's what won the Queensland this game in the second half was the real basic stuff. It was good kicking game, 
effective rotations, fresh forwards, and they finally took advantage of it because they were bombing all the opportunities in the first mm-hmm. half. Second half, they just played simple and they got on top. And the Blues didn't know what to do in response to it, and the Queens weren't making mistakes. And they didn't bomb the try. Is yeah. what you're saying? It was very confusing. Once they started scoring the <laughs> yeah. tries, they're like, "Hang on, hang on, this is what we were hoping for." Bro, like, the Blues didn't drop the ball the whole first half till that Tedesco dropped like on half time. Bizarre. Yeah, there was. The first like twenty or so minutes, there wasn't an error, was there? there like it was no. both teams were just yeah. grinding it out. Yeah, Blues dropped it twice in the first sixty. So that's ridiculous for a team that ended up losing. Really. Yeah, yeah. Who else? So what you're saying it? is drop the ball more and win? Yes. Okay. Completion rates <laughs> overrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other guys from Queensland. Um, I mentioned it was good to see Will Chambers played a better game. He still bombed one and a half ish tries, <laughs> but uh, good to see. But he won the trail battle, which yeah, means uh, more to him than any Origin series. It does, but it's, it was good to see him not like again. He can be stupidly aggressive sometimes. He did it to the troll last year. He just like, tried to charge up on him, and then troll just, just beat him physically. Didn't do that in this game. He was okay. Um, Oates and Morgan. Morgan. Well, he got he got daddied by um, Josh Morris for a little while there. Mm. But he, daddied. But I mean, halfback playing at centre did a decentish job. And Oates, Oates not scoring a try is a disgrace to rugby league. That's it's a disgrace <laughs> to my first try score bet as well. Yeah, but you figured out, Eddie. So, he, so, he told me he's, uh, second half. He's a second half first try He's a second half first try score. Yeah, he did first. <laughs> I couldn't believe he bombed a try at Suncorp. Yeah, that you're, was... you're yelling, why are you checking it for? Who scored? I know. It's, and what his do you foot mean was a metre out. Yeah, it was. Shut up. <laughs> how, m- how many different tries were there last night where Mitch was like, oh, he's got there. He scored. There was the one where you couldn't... The one where um, someone got held up. It's Origin Gronk Dorn. It was... Oh, yeah. that, he was peak drunk. Dylan Napa scored. The guy... Who got held up? I can't remember. Morgan, was it Morgan? Got it yeah, Morgan. Yeah, like, he must have The moment they... twist over slightly. They, <laughs> they didn't even... They didn't even go... They, they hadn't even gone to the bunk yet. Mitch's like, he got that down. He's screaming. It's It's Origin. Gronk Doyle it's not often I loved there. it I really uh, did like, love it and the referees are out to get us they didn't give me that many penalties but I'm telling you <laughs> Penalty, <laughs> Sud- suddenly Caelan Ponga's biggest fan Mitch Doyle love him mate hype, believe in the hype is the next Lockyer potentially that was a Darren <laughs> Lockyer-esque performance you know but yeah I am uh, Origin Gronk Doyle comes out when kickoff starts wasn't there before the game but big, big it, fan of Origin Gronk Doyle yeah. switch was, uh, was flicked and then you were just there was a few moments a when feral. you were saying to each other how good's Origin Gronk Doyle <laughs> I, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it I really did but yeah, one of my favourite things well last night as a Queensland fan was like my relief. Like I'm not trying to hammer him all the time. He's not ba- not the worst player, but my relief when they passed to Nathan Cleary when they had a good play of the ball. You were very happy when he had the ball. Like that's the thing that happened. I cheered a few times when he they passed to him, and that's not the best sign that an opposition fan is cheering when they give it to the ball to their other teams' chief playmaker. Because like a few times they'd have a good little rolling set, and could pick it up, and I'd panic. Then he thought cut out to Cleary. I'm like, oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting here. And, he, and like, there was one opportunity when I think he had like a four on three and he just turned Frizzell back underneath and I was like, mate, come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Have a go. Have a dig. Have a dig, your mug. Yeah, especially inside inside their own ten. Like he just always... He never looks like he has lots of ideas. Like he doesn't no. look... doesn't have that like kind of spark where you just know things are going to happen when he gets the ball. It's kind of the opposite where you're like, oh, he's got the ball now and he's drifting across and then he's got tackled. Like he yeah. might just have a run himself or... Yeah, and, he, and he's kind of slow with the ball in his hands in the opposition line. Like, if you just, like... Even old Kieran Foran creates stuff still now because all he does is, like, go straight and hard and mm. things just happen. But clearly, he doesn't really have a, his mind made up when he gets the ball. But, yeah, he's one of those guys, like, change his last name and he's, you know, he's, he's Chad's Townsend level. Like, he's not worse than a lot of the other contenders, but he's not better than them. Like, yeah. he's not better than, than Luke Brooks. Mm. He's not better than Chad Townsend. He's not even considered a contender. I think that's fair. 
you know he's not worse than them but it's just like you know the other guy he's got the same thing like the excuses being made for him about others' performance and all that kind of stuff it just feels like Mitch Pierce all over again and he's going to play like nine origins and not be a good player in any of them well I was reading some I think there were stats floating around today that yeah. he thought he played four origins now and he doesn't have a try assist or a try or a line break or a line break or a line, or a line break, assist. break assist and the one like he has like one offload it's, it's like the, the only yeah. stat in the that registers the number which yeah but he's got a hundred heart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that intensity tracker he was yeah. at least at 100. Yeah, he's oh, per minute yeah. or at least 3,000, yeah. I believe. <laughs> and we'll be back to do it all again in three weeks' we'll time be... at Perth Stadium. Yeah, on a Sunday fun. night. Want... Any changes before we move on? What do you reckon? I'm worried. I don't know about Crichton. I think he just he doesn't seem to offer enough when he comes on the bench. Like, you want, like, someone that's going to come on and make a difference, where I think he is one of those guys that just isn't going to give you that. I don't know whether... Yeah, you know, like Freddie will make that. When Frizzell goes off, it's a downgrade. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... I'd probably keep the halves. Just I would to... too. I'm worried, I'm worried the knives are out for Cody. That makes me really sad because it's not fair. But we've seen this happen in the past with Jamie Soward, Terry Campisi, Brett Finch, Jared Mullen. Essentially every every bloke that ever played in the halves that wasn't named Mitchell Pierce. It's happening and it's happening to him. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see because obviously the Mitch Pierce hype is back. It is. And he's got, again, they're going to do the thing. Like, there's been, let's just talk about Cleary. There's excuses last year. They didn't need him to win. He had to do his job. Excuse last night's Cody Walker, whatever. Mitch Pierce is the guy who's gone through about 15 excuses of why it wasn't his fault they lost. And they did try the thing of Mitch Pierce might be a six, actually. They did try that <laughs> one series, and he wasn't a six, actually. But they might try it again. I, saw, I saw a take that uh, clear should be a nine. He should be. On well, t- mate, effort. Yeah, he gives the effort, and he tackles, and he runs the ball. It's it, like, well... Is he the next Peter Wallace? Get him. Get him in hooker. Yeah, it is, but it's like... um. Yeah, Mitch Pierce is a, is a chance, but as you said, like I'm not Cleary's biggest fan. But as I said, no one else is really kicking the door in now. I wouldn't make that change either. But the <laughs> the weird thing is, is that well, not the weird thing, but the funny thing is that Pierce is playing better than probably he ever has. So if there was ever a time when he maybe actually deserves it, yeah. it's now. But you just you don't want as it. a New South Wales fan. I'm like, oh, he's playing really well, and you watch, you're like, he looks good, like he passes all the tests you want. But then you're like, oh, but. All those times when you thought things had changed, like it was like twelve times. Remember that year when they told me Nathan Peets would just give him the ball early and we'd win, and we won one game, and then we blamed Peets the second game. Remember that year, <laughs> or, or the time we 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 made club combinations, there and we blamed his club partner anyway. So we went away to another club combination, and then we dropped Josh Reynolds and brought back Pierce, and he still lost. <laughs> like. I just, I, don't know, like, I can feel that if he does get picked, I'm going to have to be on board the Pierce bandwagon. I'm going to have to believe in him again, and I'm going to have to be and then heartbroken again <laughs> yeah, after game two. And that's it. But it's like there's just not really other option there. And they, like, I thought before game one, the kicking game could struggle because clear his kicking game is average, and Cody doesn't really have one. Mm. But like again, the other options, they're not going to bring Maloney back. He'd be the one I'd play, but they're not going to ring him back. So there's not really anyone else who's going to has a, his head has a kicking game. But I think the only obvious change the Blues will do is Tommy Turbo in for somebody, yeah. be it Morris or Kotrick. And other than that, obviously you want to see Crichton removed, but I don't know if it'll happen. But again, Freddie's insane. Like who knows what happens? But I think Freddie's been for the most part like pretty good at picking teams that actually make sense and work for. Like there's not these like crazy wild picks well, usually. The- so. I think you probably, like my feeling is you'll probably stick pretty solid and, yeah. you know, Turbo will come in and I mean, maybe yeah. that'll be it. Let's overreact to the fact that, like, I know the Queens were the better side last night, but for 30 or 40 minutes, the Blues were looking strong and when the rotations were fine, it was working. Like, let's overreact mm. to that fact and change seven things. Yeah. Like, um, 
I just think you fix out those rotations, things can change. And as you saw when it was rolling with Cook and Tedesco through the middle when Clemmer was laying a platform, that's fine. It works. Are there just concerns that though, I think the Blues attack is like more dangerous from 50 metres than, than it is from 10 metres? That's weird. Yeah. I'm way more scared when Cook's like coming out dummy half 50 <laughs> metres of a quick play of the ball. That's very strange, isn't it? I mean, that being said, if, if Cleary, you know, keeps that grubber, you know, half a metre... Shorter. Oh my god, that was a terrible kick, wasn't it? Like if if that if he does that, then like this whole conversation is different. Even if New South Wales still lose, you know, then you go, well, you know, clearly did something in the yeah. attacking half. Like you know, he was set up a try. He was all right, you know. Yeah. Exactly, but um, but uh, yeah, not the best kick. Yeah, and on Queensland side, obviously they probably won't change anything. Joe's cut. <laughs> like, he's cut, <laughs> and I don't know why and buys there, but like they, I don't know what they're going to do there. They're going to just bring some other utility in. Jack Whiten is an interesting one too. I wouldn't also, because after the game, Freddie was talking about how he thought Whiten played well and unlucky to get intercepted. It's like, that's always the funniest thing. It's like, oh, but if you didn't get intercepted, you had a good game. Apart it's, from that one game-changing yeah, play that... It's like, if the troll didn't push that guy over, you didn't get Sinbin either. Like, <laughs> if. <laughs> it's like, well, Whiten did throw the intercept. So I wouldn't also be shocked by him, like, even starting Whiten over Cody. Like, I, I don't know, but I do feel like they might do a halves change and a Tommy Turbo and that might be it. That would be... Interesting. Yeah. I thought, and you know, it could have been the six beers, but <laughs> the, when... And and the three or four left around my seat that were full. <laughs> <laughs> and the full beer that I would have loved to have had. Um, but I thought when Whiten was going there, for, like until it was in Gago's arms, I thought that we were scoring. Like I was yeah. like, we're on. Like this is it. Even when he passed it, I was like, yep, great ball. And then shit. Yeah. Like it <laughs> felt good. Like it, And there was a bit of space. Like everything was looking... Really good, but yeah. then it wasn't. Then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the Jack One experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just define it perfectly. I don't know what the point is here. It's, I'm just... like, it's like it looks good. It yeah, was like, it, it was, was looking great, and then like you did this is a stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> you goddamn meathead! Don't throw that fast. <laughs> Poor old Jack One. Yeah, and I mean that's one of the cases. It's a, a different situation if the trailers in the bin because there's obviously more numbers there anyway. But yeah. Poor Jack. He gets. He, I, don't, I don't think he should have been in the team, but you hung out to dry in that role. Like, throw on there, and, like just win it. Just yeah. win, win, a, win a rep game, Jack. Go on. Go on. Just do it. Just You've do been it. okay in the halves of this year. <laughs> Somebody threw Dylan Walker on at nine and it's like, mate, are you going to win this game from hooker or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not? You bastard. You've got 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you got 12 minutes to learn hooker and win us the game. And if not, you're out. That's it. But yeah, but, um, it is quite good to go into Origin now like, and not have the same teams. Like, Queensland won last night and found a way to win. But it is the first time in a long time that I didn't know how we were going to find that way after we bombed the tries. Like, I was always so confident in our last team of, like, when you have all those great players, we're going to find a way back. Too easy. Eight points is nothing. But last time, I'm like, we could win this. We've been all right. But, like, like where? What are mm. we going to do? And I think, I think that's made, made me like Origin a bit more exciting. I think we probably had dynasty fatigue for a few years there. Eh? At the back of the back. I don't know about you guys, but I certainly kind of got, like... Got sick of winning. Not yeah. sick of winning. It was just, like... <laughs> There was far less interest from me because I just knew what the teams were going to be. Kind of knew how it was going to turn out and that that was just it. Yeah, well, as a New South Wales fan, it was always, even when you're up, you're like, fuck, how are they going to win this? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's, What miracle play is going to happen to destroy us once again? They're down 22 with four minutes to go. How are they going to win yeah. this game? <laughs> yeah, um, in- very interesting game indeed. Um, there were some games last week. I'm going to give you each one sentence for last week's origin-affected round. Uh, Penrith 15, Manly 12. Uh, better without Cleary. Edwin. 
Uh, didn't watch the game. No insight whatsoever. Good sentence. Uh, Parramatta 26, South Sydney 14. I'll allow you two sentences, Edwin. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> That's a fan. I have to pick the best one. Is it full credit yeah. to them? <laughs> Bank West is good. That was going to be my one. Uh, How good's well, Bank West Stadium? It's awesome. Mitchie? I, was, I wasn't there. You were not. That's true. <laughs> Highlights include a like this bloke. This like you, you get your streakers right, but this bloke was just a drunk man, fully clothed, long yeah, pants, just ambled onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 like, I'm just so close to the field. I feel like I go on there. Listen, this, like, like, this was amazing. Like he got to the ruck before any security guard was anywhere near him, and he walked there. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was fully clothed. <laughs> Which, people. Yeah. which hey, led hey, to hey, friend of the podcast, Frankie, who had had quite a few crutch bourbons at this point, just <laughs> screaming at the security guard near us who had been very slow to react for the rest of the game. Stop perving on the cheerleaders and do your job, you creep. <laughs> his, his chair was strategically positioned to the side just yeah. so it looks straight at the cheerleaders. It's like, come on, mate. Yeah, you're not okay. fooling anyone. Okay, here's a question for you guys. More effort. Drunk Frankie and abuse, Nathan Cleary making tackles. Drunk Frankie. Yeah. Frankie. It's, it's got to be. He's dedicated to his craft. Uh, he will put in 140% at uh, any given Sunday. Well, I, I found that out the hard way by wearing a beanie because it, it was cold. <laughs> called you condom and head for two hours. Condom head. I, great. Maybe 180 times. <laughs> in the, a, lot, a lot of condom head chat. Why are you wearing a beanie um, condom yeah. head? <laughs> Canterbury, it was Canterbury 10, Canberra 12. Um, Jared Croker clutch. Sentences that are not often Another said. Another condom head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. On his head. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's not Neither of you watched this game. No, I didn't no. watch this game either. Good chat. <laughs> and Gokka Titans 4, North Queensland 6. I'm oh, gonna... I was too busy winning our soccer game 5 nil. Oh, well done. That. That's, yeah. that's actually more important. Eddie wishes he didn't watch this game. Um, he didn't watch this one. My highlight was the fan in the background... The Titans fan thinking they'd just won the oh, game. <laughs> and then that try saving tackle by Kyle Felt was. My highlight was Garth Brennan blaming Ash Taylor for everything. Oh, how good was that? Like. <laughs> oh, you have to ask Ash why he didn't take that kick. It's like, well, mate, you're the coach. Maybe you should have some sort of input in this. Maybe he's not throwing players out to like, hang out to dry every second week and then also getting mad at the media when they do it. Like when he hung out to dry Bryce Carter like five times last year. Yeah. And the media had to go to missing a tackle and Garth's like, what are you? You're going after my players. Ridiculous. Like, you're going after your that players. game. Was not good. Let's never speak of it and again. Considering like origin affected footy, how good is it? But I was, but also know, origin said, pretty good. I'd missed, <laughs> I'd missed a few games. I was obviously only you know a handful of games the whole weekend. So I was like, right, Sunday Arvo, I'm gonna have a beer, sit down and watch, watch the footy. Like <sighs> bit of a battler game on paper, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe it'll be okay. And <laughs> was, it was, it was, it was up there, okay. top ten shittest games I've ever seen. Pretty up there with Para Penrith. From the, the there was that Cowboys ago. Tigers game, Mitchell. If you remember a couple yeah. of years ago, there was absolutely dog shit. Yeah. That, that's still my number one, a, but this was pretty close. Gritty, uh, gritty Jordan Kahu game and a broken bone. That, that's Jeff. That's although, <laughs> yeah. Eddie's Kahu. right. That Para Dragons game that was nil all for seventy minutes. Oh, that that was, one was. <laughs> but that was almost good. By the that was because yeah, everyone wanted a nil all. What's happening? Scoring points. Yeah, like as a field goal or a penalty. No, it was two. It was two one, and then on the last play of the game, someone dropped the ball and the Dragons got a try. It really annoyed me. It still annoyed me. It should have been two one, but it was eight one. Ridiculous. Should have just run out. Yep. I agree. Matt Cooper, respect the game and the troops. Uh, South Sydney, Newcastle, 6 p.m. Friday. Oh, we're previewing now. Yeah, straight in there. It's like, I don't remember that game at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight, also known as the Mitchell Pierce audition. The audition. Yeah. The, playing it, it, the script writes itself, mate, and, and Cody's not playing, but which is unfortunate. But um, yeah. And Pong is out too, right? Ponga is out, and they'll make a call on Clemmer tomorrow. Cook and Murray are both playing, which is crazy. <laughs> but Yeah, I know. Walker's not. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. The, the guy that like I'm not 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 trying to go for goal at my boy, but 
obviously the one who went through the least wear and tear last night is yeah. the only one not backing up for oh, sales. By the way, he's getting hammered for not touching the ball. He touched it 33 times in 65 minutes. Clearly he touched it 50 and 80. It ain't that different. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm obviously anyway. tipping South. Haven't yeah. lost to the Knights since 2011, but they'll probably lose this. Uh, well, yeah, as you said, Pong is Pong out. Pong Knights. That's true. So Sam Burgess is going for surgery after this game. <laughs> yeah, That's the weirdest part. He's like, know. I've got to have surgery, but I'm going to play just one more first. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think he's planned it for the window where he'd miss the fewest games, right? One Which is after this game. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he misses five weeks, but only misses. Yeah, because South have a bye before the next Origin, and yeah, um, I think Clemmer's inclusion if he's in is a big thing. But huge. I'm, still, I'm tipping South. Just don't play, Dave. Have it. Have it. Just have a night off. <laughs> um, Seven fifty-five at Bank West. West Tigers. Canberra Raiders. The Lincoln Withers. That game on paper should be fun. It should be fun. Like one of those. The opposite. How is Jordan Rapana back again? That's <laughs> happening. <laughs> The Raiders have some kind of like well, magical medical source where like their players are supposed to be out for twelve weeks and you know, two it weeks is later, strange, isn't it? How it's many like, season injuries did him and Josh Hodgson had and they're back in like two and, weeks? And like, look, oh, it's like Bateman oh, well. Luke yeah. Bateman's now got a prosthetic arm. Yeah, he's never going to walk. He's never going to hold a rugby league ball again. Then three weeks later, he's playing. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kotrich and Whiten are backing up, as far as I know. I don't know. Like, who, you never know yeah, that's the hard games. part. I'm going to take mm. the. I'm going to take the Raiders. Yeah, apparently anyway. Moses Mbai is being benched. Corey Thompson is going back to fullback and Nofalina on the wing. That's wild, isn't it? Just played Origin. Well, Corey, uh, Corey Thompson should be the Queensland utility. Don't at me, world. That's, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, I'll take the Raiders. He I'll take the Raiders. He gives effort. I'll tell you what. He'll give you the effort. Um, yeah, I'll go Raiders as well. Yeah, Raiders. 3pm. Uh, Warriors, Melbourne. How weird is like Melbourne not having to rest Cam Smith after an origin? And it's having, weird. And, and, for, like, no and for that players. reason, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going Melbourne. Just, why wouldn't I? I don't know. I'm going to go Warriors just to yeah. be different. There's Fago Eddie Smith. That's yeah. <laughs> Eddie, 5.30pm at the, the dumpster. Cronulla, Parramatta. They'd sing the anthem there, I tell you what, though. Oh, shark mate, fans. imagine <laughs> if, Co- if Cody doesn't sing the anthem there, you get booed out of the ground. Groups. I'm actually shocked they don't play the anthem before every game like the Cowboys do. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Parramatta, sure, why not? Well, huge return of Nathan Brown's back. That is true. And, in, and as a tribute to the great men, before you guys got to Cambo South last night, we watched that under 20s fight where it's him and Nathan Malone against the world. <laughs> and it's great. But Sharks also have the chance of Sean Johnson and Wade Graham's return. Also so big ins. Yeah. They could be all of a sudden really good. Yeah, and it's annoying when they were bad, they still were just like winning. Still winning, winning against games, like, yeah. shit teams, like beating the Titans. Yeah. Um, Give me power regardless of who's in. Or I'm going to take the Eels too. I'm picking the Sharks because I hate Tefoy Moro wearing headgear because you bald fraud. Take <laughs> I was about to mention that. <laughs> Is, um, Brown, is Brown starting instead of Moreau at Lord? No, nah, he's in the 21, but I'm assuming Brown will come. Please in. let him come in and just wreak <laughs> havoc. Put Moreau What if he's wearing else. a headgear? I'm fine. He's a season and, and he is bald. Yeah, he <laughs> is bald. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> 7.35, Cowboys Manly in Townsville. Uh, um, Cowboys. Can we talk about this Cowboys back line for a second? Michael G- Morgan to at fullback. Good so far. Felton, Tuala on the wings. That's fine. It's fine. Mitch Dunn's got to run the centres. Good yep. on him. The, the, yep. And uh, Tom Hopper check there. And okay. then the halves of Asiata and Clifford. Why not? That's, that's, a, that's a fun-filled affair. It that's, is. That is. Full of, full of twists and turns from start to finish. Uh, uh, Cowboys. Tommy Turbo back. I'm going Manly. Yeah. Well, the manly side—if you now throw back in Tommy Turbo, Jake Turbo, and DCA. Oh, there, there's your other, there's your other Origin Center. What are we talking about? What? Toro Turbo. Yeah, chuck him in there. Why not? Well, oh yeah, what's we're saying? Yeah. Come in, origin, yeah. come did you in, miss that know, like ten minutes of the chat? I tuned out. He did. He was <laughs> he was swiping right, but not on Tinder. So I'm confused what he was swiping on. <laughs> um. So yeah, in this game, I'm. It's, it's you know, Tommy Turbo's back. That Cowboys team, pretty cooked dish. Oh. A rare tweet. Uh, going, uh, going, tweet. Uh, manly as well. 
A rare treat for Mitch Doyle. Brisbane, Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock against the Titans. Ooh. Ash Taylor, out personal issues. Is the personal issues that he wants to play for the Broncos? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't face the Tom Dearden demons, mate. <laughs> Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane as well. Uh, mm. Obviously, offhand Galway out now. Uh, James Sigiaro suspended. Uh, Andrew McCulloch named on the bench and I know what I know what you're thinking Eddie I can't wait to see Andrew McCulloch just darting out of dummy half yeah. for the last 20 minutes just what do we impact inject? player off the bench yeah, he'll inject <laughs> something into this game mate they're darting out there who knows but yeah Brisbane at home Titans no Ash what are we doing here yep uh, Penrith Roosters I'll go for... Brisbane thanks Bungo <laughs> no worries mate uh, Warriors, Pen... first try score second half <laughs> you, don't to, you, don't to, you don't need me to ask you just just jump in but Penrith this... Penrith Roosters 4 o'clock also Corio's first try score in this game yeah look okay. at that as well <laughs> what can't he do uh, Roosters sure why not so, Penrith are the team that every now and then I suddenly think oh god they suck and then I bet against them and then they always win so yeah, I'm going to go Roosters that's yeah. fair <laughs> they were the team in our like league where you pick one game per week they were always I tip against them and they just win that week all the time the pricks uh, Roosters though yeah, you just Roosters. define tipping for everybody by the way yeah. <laughs> no but it would be specific no but it was one game a week not every game um, so the Roosters have got their or Drew Hutchinson's now the next six they've given up on Lachlan Lamb and Block Lamb and Luke here, he's got his brain scrambled, so Hutchinson's in. Sad. Uh, I still believe... He's going to take out his origin anger on the poor Penrith players. Brent Naden. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, champ, or Isaiah Yo. Is Yo still in the Senate? So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tip the Roosters. They really need to find another nine. That's not Victor Radley, but I guess they're just going to wait till. Uh, They'll be fine. Uh, Monday. Little, little uh, Queen's birthday public holiday footy for the, the boys. The Queen did deserve this. Monday. Did fuck the Queen. <laughs> Mitch Doyle, long-time hater of the Queen. Uh, Canterbury-Bankstown, <laughs> St. George-Illawarra at ANZ. Well, I don't know about you boys, but I won't go to this. Should game. we go? Yeah. No. God. Absolutely Would not. you go? I might. If they, if we, if it was five bucks, I'd consider it. If it was like, a, if I had a self-driving car and I could mm. sleep on the way yeah. there, I might go to this game. Maybe. Not, on, they're, a, they're, on a box. They're yeah, called, they're, no effort. They're called trains. <laughs> No, no, no. If I, like, I, oh, I don't, don't want to you... go to the station. If ah, the train okay. went from my front door, maybe my bedroom. Okay, fair. All right, <laughs> fine. Fair enough. Um, um, you're talking about an Uber. Uh, but yeah, those things. <laughs> but is it free? <laughs> a free Uber. Um, yeah, so I'm probably just going to take the Dragons here. But, I mean, the real winner will be no one. Yeah, so the, the Dragons, Mary's made a lot of changes. I think Dean Bay's trying to get sacked. Doing the rare thing of like having four good players and dropping all of them. That's yes, every week he's like, who's my best players? <laughs> oh, you dropped. Yeah. Sorry, Corey Arianara, you were too good. You were too good. Reese Martin, I don't like you being good. You dropped too. <laughs> uh, so, you've got on the Dragons side, they have, now they have uh, Raphael Alba back in, Zach Lomax in the centres, Matt Dufty redemption at fullback, nice. Jai Field at halfback with Corey Norman at six. It's just a weird team now. Luch, like, they were getting a start though. That gets my tip. Luch yep, fair. Lock. Fair. <laughs> Luch fair. Give me the Dragons. Luch in, Doyle in. There you go. Simi Randra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Radradra. Radradra's away. Simi Radradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, Simi Randradra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Randradra. News time. Uh, Adam Reynolds, his back's broken. I'm shocked that Adam Reynolds is injured. <laughs> I'm shook. The most shocking thing is every time he has on his injuries, it's always like it happens, you know, like he's done for two years or whatever, then he's back in two weeks. A broken back sounds quite bad. Batman recovered. <laughs> yep. Bane's a coward. <laughs> There's a take. 
Good yeah. point. Uh, and Boyd Cordner has an ankle injury. Was that when was that from Ben Hunt twisting his foot like seventeen directions and throwing his boot into the grandstands? I hope it is. I'd like to think so. Also, the swing back on Boyd Cordner is weird. I mean, he, he's like the least deserving Australian captain ever. But like, yeah. if you if you drop him out of the Blues team, who goes in there? More Angus Crichtons, I guess. More nine figure More fours? Angus <laughs> yeah, Crichton. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll see what uh, Connor Tracy and Adam Dewey can come up with with uh, no, you know, first grade halves available for South Sydney this week. Big yeah, shots at Adam Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I do love Adam Dewey, and uh, but you know, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I've got nothing else news wise. Uh, what do you got? Anything? News? Origin happened. Yep, true. Eddie, any news, Eddie? Just in life? No, no news. Origin, yeah, Origin happened. Yep. Uh, post-origin, the day after, not good just for your general body, like after mm. shitty Domino's pizza. Or do we have Pizza Hut? He bought, he bought pizza. He bottled it. Pizza Hut. Pizza and, and just a lot of beers. It's just not a good day all around. Yeah. <laughs> That's my news. At least there's some French Open on later. That's... As a man who drank no beers, Bungard, how are you feeling today? Um, well, it wouldn't matter how many I drank. I'd feel the same, but I had a Opened few. a few. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you, you, you guy Campo bought about 47 pizzas <laughs> for like six of us. It's good. And like all of us bought like four bags of chips. It was just ridiculous. It was a chip surplus. It's just a, when you're younger, all, everyone's a tight ass, so one guy brings like three bags of chips none of your friends do. We've all got to the point now that we all have money, but not enough responsibility. So, like, so we spend oh, yeah. it on chips and dip. <laughs> I know, exactly right. I bought like there six dips. There are dumber dips. things to spend your money on. I know, but the problem is we left them there. We, we're podcasting right now. I could be crunching on food in your ears. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. That's true. Sweet chili chips. Yeah. When everyone came around to footy the other week, we did eat chips the next night because there was a surplus. But that surplus is in, yeah. is in Leichhardt right now. And we and can't it, get to there's it. There's a deficit yeah. in this house. There is. <laughs> it got so bad, Mitch was eating uh, sour warhead spray from 18 months ago that he found buried in a container on my front counter. That's a true story, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <That is. laughs> have, apparently, warhead becomes in a spray form now and it's disgusting. The best part was you said it was disgusting. And then, then proceeded to keep spraying for another five minutes. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, when you smell a terrible fart, you're like, it's gross, <laughs> but you have to smell it again. So I have to confirm that it was actually that disgusting. Well, it, it's, it's, it's important to be thorough. I think the news is warheads are back. I don't think they ever left. Yeah, and, and ghost drops. Yeah, well, again. <laughs> Never left. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm going to hammer me with questions. Question time. So, first question. It comes to Edwin from Michael and Darren 79. And I don't know who he thinks you are. <laughs> we're doing it anyway. He says, what does it take for a piece filmed at training to get to air? How long can the process take? Who's, who's another E. Smith you might have been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's not many. <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe a lot of people assume that because I work in TV that I just work over every single like piece of TV that's ever you happened. You don't? Uh, no. Just How do they do Bold and Beautiful? Who writes that? <laughs> We get questions. It's, we get so many questions about that, and when an episode isn't uploaded to template, just furious people, so yeah. mad. Um, I think the the process now, with my understanding of the training of you know sports um, teams, is it's it's a pretty quick transition to get the footage straight back to um, you know like the newsroom, and then it's turned around pretty quickly to go you know onto air. You know where it's the um, you know, whether it's part of a, a package that goes in the, the news or something. But yeah. I think a lot of the time as well, they we actually share with like your sevens and nines and just, you know, one camo goes out and shoots. There you go. You know, the Cody camera. Walker training and then we all just share it. And Shooting and Cody Walker. Is that a troop joke? <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but, uh, so if you did, people didn't know, Edwin Smith, uh, our good friend here, works at Channel 10 and the social media team. If you've seen some... 
some fly guy get zinged on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Smith generally banged me, put him in his by 10 sport. <laughs> That's probably Eddie. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you probably, in your role, you have to like know a lot about random things that happen at Channel 10 just because people whinge about them, right? Because we know all the random stuff. Yes, yes. Okay. People like to whinge, especially online, yeah. oh, wait. on the internet. <laughs> That's one of the things. You see whinging on Facebook, but then you forget the... the sorry, on Twitter, but you forget the Facebook comment sections exist and you're someone who has to read that section. <laughs> like, yeah, always... Know? My one piece of advice for anyone, you know, especially in at my job, is don't read the comments ever. But then we have to deep dive into the comments every day and read all of the just absolute trash takes <laughs> that people have. It's the best. It's great. Show 96, biggest upset. Mitch smashing Cleary more than the trail. That's a big upset. Or Rabs you bring about Serbia more than young Payne Haas and young David Fafita. I didn't hear the Serbia you bring. Was he going on about Kodric having the accents on his jersey, was he? Must have. Was, I didn't hear that. I... There was too many takes in the lounge room. Yeah, there was... <laughs> and me yelling at the TV. So lock me in for a Mitch Cleary over yep. trail. Uh, next question uh, from Pat Lawrence 26. What should have French Freddy's Bench rotation have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's one of the things. Is like it's just like it's it was pretty simple, right? Like get finish the game with Clemmer and Turbo on the field, and probably Frizzell as well. Like you know. not bad. Like, yeah. it's just, like it's just there's a reason why everyone does it a certain way at club level. It's generally the twenty or thirty minute stints kind of thing. Just not that hard to replicate. It's not. It does feel like it- Origin always has weird bench rotations, like more than any, yeah. like just so different to any other game, like. Even just the you know the utility on the bench that they throw on for the last fifteen like yeah. that doesn't happen in day to day rugby league and it's probably a reason why yeah it's definitely a yeah different arena in that regard but yeah Freddie every game has done something different with his, with his bench and it didn't get caught out last year and you know he'll probably fix it up a little next game but is, yeah. is Mad Freddie a Targaryen is that what you're saying yes <laughs> but let's not let's probably not like just play a bench number six <laughs> and throw him on there at number six uh, here we go Pat Lawrence again who will have the longer and more lackluster Origin creator Cleary and Pierce. Pierce. It's well, hard to beat Pierce, right? That's it. He Pierce had so some, many games. He had some good games. He did have some good games. Most of them were game ones and first half of game ones. But yeah, it's it's hard to beat. Like it, clearly, played so many. Sorry, Pierce played so many games. There's no one's gonna have that many games and that many and not win a series ever again. Most likely, it's gonna it's him. Like clearly, won a series. Especially Pierce up against, you know, some of the greatest players of all time. Like yeah. just having that coupled with his average games. Yeah. And Pat's last question here says, will the pod be employing a coach whisperer? Is this not the best week of that guy's life? <laughs> the free marketing that he's getting. I know. And, and everyone knows he's right now too. So if you've, if you've got the money, you now know 5500 5, bucks an hour. He's got the money from obviously Queensland. He got it from Sydney FC. He had South do it and the Roosters do it. Snake all the salesmen all you want, but you know, people are paying him money. <laughs> Good week for him. It's a great week. The results are there. They are there. Imagine what this podcast could do with him. Mate, I'm telling you, to the top. <laughs> top of the iTunes chart. Free, more things for no money to more people. It's <laughs> 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 good. Uh, Michael Darren 79 comes back. Is there anything funnier than a shoe throw in rugby league? Not many. Nah. Kenny Edwards cramps. I was <laughs> calling out for that last night. Or still that time that South Sam pulled the hot dog out of there. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> That's still the funny. hot dog in the thermos. Happen, that doesn't happen ever, though. So. <laughs> it's still funny. Every time I watch that video, it's brought up like, you know, on what, some random league show once a year. Yeah. Every time you get that guy who gets his fork in there and pulls out a bloody hot dog from a thermos, I'm in. It's yeah, once great. a year on Boots and All when it <laughs> yeah. uh, eventually comes back. It's origin around Boots and All. Oh, That's it. So good. Um, Anything in the crowd, really? Like, 
because there's always just whack shit that happens, you know, once every couple of weeks. Like the Titans fan, yeah, cheering like crazy because he thought his team had scored, but no. Well, and that then, well that fan in, in uh was it Josh Mentolato was doing it too? It was a reserve grade a couple of years ago with Fox Sports game, and he was screaming at him every time he was kicking a goal, lolly legs. That guy was oh, great. Yeah, that's, like, that the only was guy good. in the grandstand. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah, so the mic just picking up his every yeah. word. <laughs> uh, Frankie underscore nine eighty seven says, "Is Chris Lawrence just a fake? Sorry, is this this Chris Lawrence just a fake Avril? Sorry, fake Allah Avril Levine two thousand and three? That's my favorite internet conspiracy theory. Yeah, if go on. people haven't heard of it, there's a theory that in the early two thousands, Avril Levine, the pop punk singer from Canada, was replaced by a second Avril Levine after she died. I'm on board instantly. Yep. Tell me more. There's, um. <laughs> The, with, As an Avril Lavigne fan, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> really. had some bangers. But if you if you just Google Avril Lavigne conspiracy, there's there's long threads on this that you should all read because they're very funny. Was it and pre or post Skater Boy? Post, post. Mm. The original had the banger. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, clearly. New ones at imitation. I like. Did that, her so. music go bad after this point I, or something? Is I that... don't. I don't understand what you're saying. Bad Avril Lavigne music. I, you've lost me. <laughs> So you know you all of her songs are good, are they? Uh, well, Name three. Find me a bad one. Actually, that that last that that weird Japanese song she did was awful. So, yeah, fair I'm point. Fair, fair point made by you. Yeah. And uh, Harry Ramage says, "Are battles really won in the hearts of men, like Gus says, or are they really won whispering to the coaches?" It's <laughs> <laughs> good from Harry. Well, Nathan Cleary, all heart, no wins. Walters, all whispers, one wins. Tough, to, tough to argue with yeah. that. Uh, Matty McP25 Which NRL personality Would be most likely To quit the media So they can tweet with freedom Only to tweet nothing But the most obvious Of stat lines and analysis So who did that? Oh that's what he's He's comparing it to Magic Johnson That's who it is Right yeah That makes sense Yeah okay Who would do that In the NRL? Gus kind of does that <laughs> not, not anymore But if you got out of the media He could do that um, Yeah I don't know Eddie Anybody I got nothing on this one. I had someone who I called Rugby League's Magic Johnson last week, and they've now lost it, and I hate myself for that. Oh, <laughs> so you could have had the perfect, perfect. I'm sorry that happened. It was a good joke there, then. Now I've ruined it. <laughs> oh, tweet it later. No, okay. <laughs> it'll, it'll come to you. <laughs> it dies here. Uh, Frankie comes back. What's your best headgear prevents concussion medical advice? So, the similar vein of that f- fraudulent myth. <laughs> Well, what, what, oh, Bunga doesn't get injured ever. How, what would he know about, or seek ever if he tells you? Oh, he's my medical, well, not medical advice, but you're not hungover if you have a head, headache and you die <laughs> the next day. I've I would have been never... disappointed if we didn't have a hangover <laughs> Bunga joke in here. Um, I've never had a hangover, just yeah. get tired. And it's been uh, right. hey, KFC and whatever. <laughs> have a Red Bull, you don't get sick. That's it. That's my, that's my dumb theory. I tell people that all the time at work when they're like, got the sniffles and stuff. I'm like, mate, if you had a Red Bull, you'd be fine. Mate, you were struggling oh, to put Red Bulls back last night. That's also the thing that happened last night. Yeah. Struggling to put them I back. I didn't feel very good yesterday. It was the Pizza Hut. I like to... Something a bit simple is just the... It's a protein lack. It's what it is. No protein or iron. Must be. Is the... Just Band-Aids pre-sport to prevent blisters. That's what I like to do at the moment. Does it work? Uh, slightly. If you believe it works. Yeah, I think. <laughs> helps make them not as bad as what... Yeah. You know, when you put on the soccer boots and they're just a little bit too tight. and Just wear two so, pairs of socks, mate. That's another good one. Well, the funny thing about headgear not preventing concussions that people think it somehow prevents is like, have you not missed the whole thing about this big sport in America with the whole movie released about, con- it's called concussion, and they wear these huge headgear things and, it, and actually it makes them worse. Yeah. You missed all that. Apparently. But that little bit of foam, about yeah. <laughs> the tiny bit of foam around your head, that's going to prevent it. 
Like, come on. People not think if that prevented concussion that every player would be wearing it in the NRL. If that was like the miracle to prevent concussion. James Graham wouldn't. No, he's asking for him. Surprised he didn't shave his head off. Too much pa- hair off. Too much padding between his skull <laughs> and another man's skull, if you ask him. Uh, next question. Miss what Triple Eight. Do you have a favourite non-Australian cricketer, past or present? Good question. They're all bastards. Fuck them all. What? No, no, that's not, that's <laughs> not true. That only applies to all Indian and English cricket players. Well, I, my, I have one, and it's not a shot at you. It's Chris Gale. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not a, not, a, not a good it's answer. Not a, it's not a a gr- one of the great no, answers. That's fair. <laughs> but I have Gale. one as well. It's uh, Shahid Afridi. Good answer. Oh. Who? I just, boom, boom. I just remember. <laughs> Uh, he must have been around the time when I was just watching a lot of cricket over summer and Pakistan would just hear more than, yeah. you know, like every few few years. And he would always just be that guy. You'd, you'd come out to bat and you're like, all right, here we go. Like, yeah. the dingers are coming. Pete, like, of our generation, millennials generation, uh, all the can, right age. Can, 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 can I mm. counterpoint to you liking Shahid Afridi? Married his cousin. Good on him. Doesn't turn anyway. He's from down the coast. Yeah. So <laughs> um, my my favourite is business. my favourite non-Australian is probably Brian Lara. No, you're boring. That's a bit boring. Where are the it? dingers? I don't want tech. Yeah, he, he's gonna get. What do you want? You like a hundred off two hundred balls? Boring. Yeah. I, I want my foreigners who I'm a big fan of just to hit dingers. Yeah. Like Brian Lara, like Chris Gale, and like Shayla Freedy. Freedy's good. And always like Jack Callis and Sean Pollock as well. Yeah. And uh, having a bit of shit shit spin in your game like a Freddy has. Yeah. Big shit spin. A couple Comes of shit. A couple of real bad overs. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like any of the of the Saffers. None of them. Not Jack Callis. No. Not even oh, Amy Davies. Wow. Fuck them all. AB Deville is too good at everything. You do it all but grow hair. Thanks, you're that good AB, you balding fraud. <laughs> I do like him. Mornay Morkel because he got me to Wimbledon one day. So Excuse that me? really <laughs> just, just worked that one in last night. <laughs> Tell it now for the fans. No, so he's married to Roz Kelly, who's a presenter at Channel Ten, and oh, I worked with her on the Big Bash. And turns out that because he's um, South African, obviously him and Kevin Anderson are best friends. Well, he's African and it's, white. That's the way it works. <laughs> How good is being white South African? They tell each other. And I just time. was trying to catch up with her and she's like, do you want to go to Wimbledon? Because he's got tickets, but we're not going to go. And I was like, yes, I want to go to Wimbledon. So I went to... So Kevin Anderson had that moment. He was playing that game, looked into the crowd for his friend Warner. I was me. With my hat backwards and my pims and lemonade. Tears down his face. Mornay stood him up. I, don't, uh, I think he, he had a really good Wimbledon, actually, Anderson. Because last year, I think he made like a semi or something. He went on a big run. Yeah. So I'll always One have a soft spot for Living good answer. Oh, John T. Rhodes is a good answer, actually. You just said you hated all I the South Africans. Four, four <laughs> Saffers. Okay. One, there's one. I like no one said an English player. Which Well, we banned English and Indian players. Oh, also, Brendan McCollum. Brendan McCollum. No, no. Love, love Brendan yeah. McCollum. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. We don't play the Kiwis enough. No. and um, Big fan of Jacob Orr. I'm cutting his finger off to play. In a World Cup, yeah, did he? He did. Aren't we playing in the World Cup like right now? We are. We're getting pumped. We are, we're like look, three for thirty. Look, there's like oh. a million weeks left. It's fine. The like, World Cup. The World like Cup's weeks. an absolute disgrace. Where are the minnows? Where's Kenya? Where's Zimbabwe? What's the point? I, I thought Zimbabwe were there. I don't think they are. I think uh, Afghanistan are in there ahead of them. Next question. At Canberra thirty seven says Manasi Manukafoa or Felita Mateo. Well, there's only one answer there. We're at least seven hours too early to discuss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll give him an answer. I'll text him at four thirty and give him an answer. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give the answer, answer is Felipe Mateo. Yeah. Uh, Simon underscore three nine three. Why do you think it is that people from New South Wales just don't get Origin? No passion or desire. It's it's true. It, it is a, it is an old trope, but people in Queensland just care more. They just do. I think yeah. Well, it's again people. 
have we forgotten it was made for Queenslanders? Like this is how that's the whole point of it. Before that, it was the state series played every year, three games a year. State series was played. Queensland had won one game in like forty years or something. It was in the state series. It was one series forties. Anyway, so what? How Origin became a thing was like again. Queensland were like we're sick of our players playing other teams. We'll have a game. And the reason why the first two years of Origin it was only a one game thing is like. So it's probably only agreed to... They played two of the state series still and they have one Origin as the third game instead of having three state series games. And they thought Origin was going to flop. But then first game, they, so they sell tickets and 35,000 people turn up and people actually give a shit. And they're like, oh, wow, what's happened here? Mm. It's like by accident. But it was made for Queenslanders. That's, that's why we care more. Because we're the ones whinging about it before that. And then we got the play. That's just it. But I think it's, it's a bit of a New South Wales like Sydney thing though to kind of fluctuate on things like you know yeah. when your team's not going well you kind of care less yeah. you know like the general you know sports fan in Sydney is you know so fickle and notoriously fickle so I think that plays a part in it as well that you know when you South Wales has a few bad years they're like oh Origin I don't care about it anyway like but it's quite funny because the, them having the losing eight in a row kind of grew it more than, <laughs> than them winning it was weird yeah also true but yeah I don't know it's just it's, it's been made for Queensland that's why we care more it's just that's just it uh, and as you also said, the blue. This was had that thing as well about they're the big brother in terms of in Australia generally. So there's a few things like Melbourne try to have rivalries with, 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 with this was a few things too. And you know, people are like, eh, mm. I don't really care about that one as much as you do. Thought or not, FB? Is there any way back for Freddie after being out coached by Kevin Walters and Justin Hodges? How about assistant Justin Hodges being the new Michael Hagen? Just <laughs> out The answer is no. There is no way back from that. Yeah, it's not good. Not a good look for Brandy either. Right? Getting out coached by those guys. Uh, Michael Darren's back. At the point of the Latrell Mitchell infringement, would you take in a penalty try or the Symbian? That's a response from the New South Wales Porters he wants, sorry, and from me as well. So would you prefer... Oh, like if you were a Blues fan. fan. What's your fa- preferred result out of that? I think in origin, you... Oh. I don't think it's an answer. They're both bad. Yeah. <laughs> Because maybe in Origin, you the sin bin you take because points are so valuable, so you don't want to give up the points. But then, I think you take the sin bin if I'm the Blues fan, because again, until the White Indies set, there was only two points. Yeah, and as a Queenslander, obviously I want the penalty try. And when they got a penalty, people were watching with some people saying, "Why don't you go for the try?" It's like, come on, like I know they're down a player, but let's guarantee the scores are level, and then we'll. Have 10 minutes at them, but yeah. I don't know. There's no really right answer. You just... Uh, I think the Simbin is what you prefer, though, just because there's not... The other points are guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, Pat, Pat and Meister. Is the vitriol heaped on DCE deserved? Firstly, the vitriol heaped on every rugby league player isn't deserved. <laughs> <laughs> None of them deserve the stuff we heap on them. But is it fun? Yes. <laughs> you are a, you're a heaper. You like to heap on... <laughs> Certain players, yeah. So he bought DCE, and it's not it's it's not deserved, but just the whole. It's funny. It's funny. He speaks too good for rugby league is a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> too well presented, too clear. Doesn't snuff ums or ahs when he talks. Just, but yeah, doesn't speak in cliches as much as everyone else. He doesn't. The way the way to redemption, as we said earlier, like the way to be hung out to drive too quickly is to be bad in Origin. The other way to redemption is to be good in Origin pretty quickly. Mm. But yeah, you're a DCE fan now. No. No, if we win this series, it's it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> if he does a big play and like a decider, it's going to be hard. 
full Gronk Mitch will come out. Oh, for eight minutes, <laughs> me, me and Kev, DC, best buds. But after the final whistle, not anymore. Well, that's what I, what I was saying last night as well, is that regardless of what you think about a player, when they play for New South Wales or Queensland, they become just, there's something happens and you're like, all of a sudden, I love Paul Gallen. Like when he yeah. plays for New South Wales, I'm like, love a bit of gal and then you, any other time you're like oh god he's the worst isn't you're he you're just screaming feed gal on the fourth, yeah, on the fourth. I don't care if he's taking a hit, hit up 10 metres out on the fourth but. he's doing it for my estate that's yeah. it <laughs> P25 does a board man really get paid he's not the best board man gets paid to the best thing ever it is great and when I was Leonard, watching the game today it's all I could think about yeah so if, I'm not going to bother telling everyone the story you can look it up Kawhi Leonard Google that with uh, board man gets paid but it's funny he confirmed the story being true and the robot he is he got asked a question about it did not react at all. He's just like, yes, I, that's a thing I do. <laughs> that, that's it. Fucking weird human. Uh, next question. Jack Cronin. Closest comparison to Dane Gagai in world sport, i.e. someone who's mediocre all year and then shows up in big slash rep slash playoff games. Robert Horry. Explain. Well, he's known as Big Shot Bob in the NBA. He's won more titles mm. than Michael Jordan. And he was just known for being a clutch player in the, in the NBA+. Plus. Another one probably in the same vein would be Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, yeah. Uh, Jack's thrown in Danny Amendola. Yeah, another one. Sa- one. Same vein. Yep. Uh, you say the playoffs in NBA. I'm trying to think Someone of. like Mario Mandzukic in football, maybe. like Always seemed to turn up for Croatia and Juventus in big games, but didn't wasn't a prolific goal scorer. No, he wasn't. I was going to say Ray Allen, but that's not fair because he, he was good early in his career. He became more of a playoff guy later. What about your man, Rafa Nadal, at the French Open? But he's just good always, though. But he's not—he's not good always. He's great on clay. Yeah. Or every year the French French Open comes around, like, well, Raf's going to win his like 14th French Open or whatever it is. It's great. You know, he goes all right sometimes at the others. Maybe it's not the the same kind of ups and downs, but yeah. Have you, there's a recommendation of another podcast. It's called Sports Wars. Terrible it's really name, good. It's really good. But there's they have got a uh, like a seven or eight podcast series on the Rafa versus Federer rivalry. You've never told me about this. Why? Well, it's pretty well, new. I listened to it all last week like, <laughs> when I was in China. Um, like, yeah, I smashed through it last week. It's it's fantastic. And there is a point in there. It's it's quite an interesting story. Obviously, it comes from Rafa's book. They source things from or from books and everything. Mm. And it's presented kind of like a serial kind of thing, well put together. But anyway, uh, they, they, it's, uh, when Rafa loses Wimbledon to Federer, I think it's the second time before you know he won the third time they played, wasn't it? Yeah. The, after that match, he like he's what is he twenty or twenty one years old? He goes back to his his hotel room with his father. And Uncle Tony goes into the goes into the bathroom as a shower, and then Uncle Tony downstairs. All they can hear is him like wailing and beating the floor after losing, like crying his eyes out, like just Shit. losing it. And I think that was the nine seven in the fifth, like yeah, that epic, was that like one of the best games ever. And then, and the thoughts in Rafa's head was like, I'm never going to beat this guy. I didn't win this one. I did. I played as good as I can. I'm never going to beat him. But he came back downstairs, and Tony, Uncle Tony's watching the post match with Federer. Like they've gone back, and he's gone back and watched it. And the it's it's interview they played the interview on the podcast, but the quotes are saying that like Feder is like, I'm lucky to get this one. He's going to be better than me in a few years. Like I have to get as many of him as I can. He's only going to mm. get better. And it was like that is what Rafa says kickstarted his career, winning outside of uh, wow. Roland Garros. It was someone else's confidence in him. He's like, man, I thought I was good, but when you hear your competitor thinks you're going to be better than them, it was next level. And I thought that was cool because you don't often hear those kind of stories like. So Athlete. Federer played himself. Yeah, well, athletes have to find motivations in, in wherever they can, and especially in tennis. You're a tennis player, mm. as you know, like, as, a, as the only guy out there on the court, you can't have plays off, you know, like, like you can in other sports. He has to, you have to find ways to be motivated, and yeah, that's, crazy. that's his way. It was, I think, so you'll enjoy that podcast, or other people. But I'm not answering your question anymore, Jack. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just talking. Just talking about the great man, Rafa. 
Gilbyanis or Gillard? Has anyone found Nathan Cleary or Latrell Mitchell yet? Well, Will Chambers went home, emptied his pockets, put out his keys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Put out his phone, and then out came Latrell as a third <laughs> item. Classic APL fan joke, but I'll steal it. That's, that's always good. <laughs> it is. It's like every good APL game, and so like a defender has a good game. It's like, oh, he's got Messi in his pocket. Yeah, always goes viral on Twitter. It's like. Lachlan has got Hancock. The Bulldogs, Titans, and Panthers play king of the court style game where each side gets a set of six inside the opposition 20 to attack. And the first of two tries wins. So he says Panthers without kick out. And King of the Court is like, you know, when you play three on three and the teams rotate. So those three teams, Bulldogs, Titans, Panthers play King of the Court in opposition 20, sets of six. First question is who wins? And second question is how long does, it, does a game take? Over under four and a half hours? <laughs> That's a great question. Okay, so kick out is gone for Penrith. That's huge. They haven't got to throw it to kick out as one of their plays. Titans and Bulldogs. I I feel like Titans... I was going to say Titans. Like, I don't hate the idea of Titans there. You know, like with Brimson floating around. Well, also, like, if you have... So, if Ash is fit and playing and you have Tyron out there, they'll they'll score off a shit grubber at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's just it. I think that's the And then answer. you've got Tony Don out there who just... You bomb it to him a few times and yeah. he'll take a grab or just do something crazy. Yeah. I think that's the answer. Like, I mean, they're not as bad at scoring points as the other two are. They're bad no. at keeping them out. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe that's they were just oh well, shit I forgot about the defense the part defense, they still have to defend <laughs> I forgot they're also defending <laughs> okay well if they get but I do like the odds if they start with the ball and they have to kick they get to kick I like their odds the most that's why I'm backing Bungard yeah I have to agree he didn't even, he wasn't he, <laughs> he's, he's just here he's fishing Pokemon or something over there <laughs> uh, Daddy Boy nine ninety five if you knew you would have the young Broncos pack running at your game would you also pull out for personal reasons. Mate, I'd put back in if the Broncos were running at me, I'll tell you that much. No pull out here, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. <laughs> you just lay down and let them <laughs> yeah, do whatever they want. <laughs> Warwick Ahern. Thoughts on Taylor stepping away for personal reasons? Well, I haven't said what the reasons are, but like... Yeah, all jokes aside, if he's going through some shit, then like we're not making light of the situation. We just don't have any answers right now. Clearly not enjoying himself when he's playing. I don't mm. know what the situation is. Yeah, you've, the last few weeks he just hasn't been... Or probably all year, really. Like, he just hasn't been, like, interested or looked like he was ready to win a game. He was just kind yeah. of there. He'd put a few kicks in and that was it. Yeah, and I don't want to be the person to hammer him and then find out, like, his dad died or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, DC Eagles 47. Is Freddie a worse coach than Laurie? No. Come on. DC next day, Origin Hot Takes. It's like, Laurie was such a bad coach, he didn't pick good players. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Freddie picks good players. Laurie found a way to pick Dugan and Ferguson two years ago. Like, Dugan was an origin centre two years ago. Two, 2017, game three, he played. Anyway. Yep, uh, I think that's pretty fair. Yep. Last question. Lock on us got a Hancock. If Jeff Robson had a famous rugby league father, how many set of origins would he be played? All of we, them. We said that earlier. Yeah, good. good at on, least 12. Good on, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I'll always have faith in Robbie Jefferson, mate, the great man. Mate. You do love Jeff Robson more than most people do. I do. I have a lot of time for him. Well, mate, he, he was a part of like at least one good Parramatta team. So. He was. Anyone that was <laughs> part of any good Parramatta team, I have a lot of time for. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Eddie, Watermark. would you like to plug anything? <laughs> get, you, did believe, back. you did believe it is at the Tides, I remember, for a couple of you weeks did. there. You did. Like, yeah, I was like, he could be back. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> the, anything you'd like to plug, Eddie? What's, where can the people find you? Um, I get involved in the Twitter banter every now and then. Um, Mate, craft I'm, beer guy. Big craft love, beer guy. Love a craft beer. <laughs> if you go to a random brewery in the inner west on a Saturday, you might find Edwin just in the wild. 
I think I'm Edwin underscore Smith one on Twitter, so give us a follow. But yeah. underscores week. It's a lot of our Channel Ten cross promotion as well. So yes. if you like Channel Ten, Survivor, and Rugby League, then I'm your guy. If anything else, I like two not. of those things. You are a big Channel Ten fan, aren't you? Ah, you got me. <laughs> got him. I do hate rugby league at the moment. Uh, yeah, rugby league <laughs> yeah, does kind of suck though when your team has like all the players in Origin, doesn't it? Does. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, that'll do us. Uh, everyone enjoy the week and we'll be back again uh, next week. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Right, thank you. All right, see you later.